0: Day 20, welcome back everyone.
1: Yes, hello. Day 20, the big 2-0.
0: Yes. Man. Wow. So you could be That's on a 20-day streak right now.
1: Yeah, or it could be your first it could
0: be day. your first day. It could be your 13th day.
1: Yes, a big thank you to Hannah, who's been getting this out every yes. day to everyone yeah, and trying to stir job. up some excitement and interest, so thank you.
0: Hey, some housekeeping. We are reading from the New Living Translation. So I get that question a lot. So we are reading today from the New Living Translation. New Living
1: Translation. That's right. Some people call it the NLT. Yeah,
0: those people are lazy. (laughs) Yeah, lazy people. (laughs) Hey, so we're going to pick up in Genesis 25 today. Fun thing for you, if you've been with us from the beginning, you've already read one whole book of the Bible. That was the book of Job. Uh, As we cross from Genesis 25 to 26, that is the halfway point of the book of Genesis. So you are... You're killing it. Good yeah, job. Way
1: to go. Yeah.
0: All right, so we'll pick up in Genesis 25, the death of Abraham. Abraham married another another wife whose name was Keturah. She gave birth to Zimram, Jokshan, Midan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan. Dedan's descendants were the Asherites, the Letushites, and the Leumites. Midian's sons were Ephah, Epher, Hanok, Abida, and Eldah. These were all the descendants of Abraham through Keturah.
1: Man, I'm glad you had those names. I know. Why did I pick that? Good job. Uh, Abraham gave everything he owned to his son Isaac. (laughs) But before he died, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them off to a land in the east, away from Isaac.
0: Abraham lived for 175 years. And he died at a ripe old age, having lived a long and satisfying life. He breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamre in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar the Hittite. This was the field Abraham had purchased from the Hittites and where he had buried his wife Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who settled near Beer Laharoi in the Negev.
1: Ishmael, Ishmael's descendants. This is the account of the family of Ishmael, the son of Abraham through Hagar, Sarah's Egyptian servant. Here is a list by their names and clans of Ishmael's descendants. The oldest was Nebaioth, followed by Kedar, Abiel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Massa, Hadad, Tima, Jetur, Naphish, and Kadima. These 12 sons of Ishmael became the founders of 12 tribes named after them, listed according to the places they settled and camped. Ishmael lived for 137 years. Then he breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. Ishmael's descendants occupy the region from Havilah to Shur, which is east of Egypt in the direction of Ashur, There they lived in open hostility toward all their relatives. The births of Esau and Jacob. This is the account of the family of Isaac,
0: the son of Abraham. When Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from Padan Aram, and the sister of Laban, the Aramean.
1: Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer, and Rebekah became pregnant with twins. We're having twins. But the two children struggled with each other in her womb. So she went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me, she asked.
0: And the Lord told her, The sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other, and your older son will serve your younger son.
1: And when the time came to give birth, Rebekah discovered that she indeed had twins. The first one was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like a fur coat. So they named him Esau. Then the other twin was born with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born.
0: Esau sells his birthright. As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman, but Jacob had a quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. Isaac loved Esau because he enjoyed eating the wild game Esau brought home, but Rebecca loved Jacob.
1: But well, one day when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau arrived home from the wilderness exhausted and hungry. Esau said to Jacob, I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew. This is how Esau got his other name, Edom, which means red.
0: All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your your rights as the firstborn son.
1: Look, I'm dying of starvation here, said Esau. What good is my birthright to me now?
0: But Jacob said, first you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Esau swore an oath, thereby selling his rights as the firstborn to his brother Jacob.
1: Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn.
0: Genesis chapter 26, Isaac deceives Abimelech. A severe famine now struck the land as it happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants, just as solemnly as I promised Abraham your father. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars of the sky, and I will give them all these lands. And through your descendants, all the nations of earth will be blessed. I will do this because Abraham listened to me and obeyed my requirements, commands, decrees, and instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar.
1: When the men who lived there asked Isaac about his wife, Rebekah, he said... Well, she's my sister. Now, have we heard this before? Hmm. We've heard this before. She's my sister. He was afraid to say she's my wife. He thought they will, He thought that they'll kill me to get her because she is so beautiful. But sometime later, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah.
0: Immediately, Abimelech called for Isaac and exclaimed, She is obviously your wife. Why did you say she is my sister?
1: Because I was afraid someone would kill me (laughs) to get her from me, Isaac replied.
0: How could you do this to us? Abimelech exclaimed. One of my people might easily have taken your wife and slept with her, and you would have made us guilty of great sin.
1: Then Abimelech issued a public proclamation. Anyone who touches this man or his wife will be put to death.
0: Conflict over water rights. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man, and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and servants, that the Philistines became jealous of him. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. These were the wells that had been dug by the servants of his father Abraham.
1: Finally, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country. Go somewhere else, he said for you have become too powerful for us.
0: So Isaac moved away to the Gerar Valley, where he set up their tents and settled down. He reopened the wells his father had dug, which the Philistines had filled in after Abraham's death. Isaac also restored the names Abraham had given them.
1: Isaac's servants also dug in the Gerar Valley and discovered a well of fresh water. But then the shepherds from Gerar came and claimed the spring. This is our water, they said, and they argued over it with Isaac's herdsmen. So Isaac named the well Esek, which means argument. Isaac's men then dug another well, but again there was a dispute over it. So Isaac named it Sitna, which means hostility. Abandoning that one, Isaac moved on and dug another well. This time there was no dispute over it, so Isaac named the place Rehoboth, which means open space. For he said, At last the Lord has created enough space for us to prosper in this land.
0: From there, Isaac moved to Beersheba, where the Lord appeared to him on the night of his arrival. I am the God of your father, Abraham, he said. Do not be afraid, for I am with you and will bless you. I will multiply your descendants, and they will become a great nation. I will do this because of my promise to Abraham, my servant. Then Isaac built an altar there and worshipped the Lord. He set up his camp at that place, and his servants dug another well.
1: Isaac's covenant with Abimelech. One day, King Abimelech came from Gerar with his advisor. Ahuzath and also Fekal, his army commander. why have you come here Isaac asked you obviously hate me since you kicked me off your land
0: they replied we can plainly see that the Lord is with you so we went to enter into a, we want to enter into a sworn treaty with you. Let's make a covenant. swear that you will not harm us just as we have never troubled you. We have always treated you well and we sent you away from us in peace and now look how the Lord has blessed you.
1: So Isaac prepared a covenant, feast to celebrate the treaty, and they ate and drank together. Early the next morning, they each took a solemn oath not to interfere with each other. Then Isaac sent them home again, and they left him in peace.
0: That very day, Isaac's servants came out and told him about a new well they had dug. We found water, they exclaimed. So Isaac named the well Sheba, which means oath. And to this day, the town that grew up there is called Beersheba, which means well of the oath.
1: At the age of 40, Esau married two Hittite wives, Judith, the daughter of Biri, and Basemath, the daughter of Elon. But Esau's wives made life miserable for Isaac and Rebekah. Okay. Day 20. What a day. Day 20. In the books. Just one book. Yeah, a lot of names in there. So many names in there. Man, Esau, Basemath. Man, and
0: some, some classic stories that a lot of people know, too. Good. Yeah,
1: yeah, some classic stories. Okay. Yeah.
0: We read Genesis 25 and 26. We chip. did. So
1: what? So what? So uh, I think what what hits me um, on 25 is Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to bear children. Mm. And the Lord answered Isaac's prayer. Um, God doesn't always answer the way we want him to answer. Right. You know, but I love... I love the uh, the beauty in this. Um, uh, there's a couple things. One in, in marriage, where you you're always thinking that you're best for someone else, and God uh, uh, Isaac pleaded to God, you know, cried out to God, and yeah. poured his heart out to God on behalf of his wife. Yeah. You know, in this case, it was to have a um, a baby. You know, and so, um, but it makes me think about you know me and and my wife and. In our spouses for those who are listening if you have any um, you might not but um, maybe one day you will I don't know what your plan is but uh, anyway um, I, I think just that that love that desire for God's best mm-hmm. for your spouse and I try to pray for my wife Shannon every day I'm pretty good at it every day I just cry out to God on her behalf intercede for her for mm-hmm. different things that, that are going yeah. on I want to continue that. So that's, that's so what, I'm going to add a little bonus one. Okay, I, I, I like that time, one. That's a good one. Time to time. But that, that that's a good one there. I just want to
0: add on to that real quick and just say, you know, we, we see in other places in the Old Testament, we can kind of get from inference from the text that a woman's value is directly related to her ability to give children. Yeah. You know, so when you think of that, the struggle that it must have been for her, you know, or self-worth yeah. and, yeah. you know, now it's, you know, if a woman doesn't have children, that's okay, and a lot of women don't have children by choice, yeah. and that's fine, but back then that was like their their job, that was their, yeah. the whole point, so.
1: Yeah, and it's still a big issue, we struggle yeah, with that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, And so th- n- another quick one here, another quick so why, uh, it was when you get to verse 28 of chapter 20, uh, 26, um, where... Uh, these guys replied, we can plainly see that the Lord is with you, you know, and so um, just so what for me is, um, can people see that God is with me Oh them? yeah, that's a good one. Can they see, not only is he with me, but in me, working through right, me, right. and so that's why it's so important to pause and be uh, led by the Spirit, full of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said, you know, many times recently, I used to say, you know, less of me, more of him, but I think it, it's better None of me, Hmm. all of him, we die to self, we allow him to work through us so that others can plainly see that the Lord is with us. And it makes a difference in their life. So that's just two quick ones there. Yeah, I love that. I love that. What do you got? Where's Jesus in this?
0: Well, so a couple places, and they both have to do with this Abrahamic covenant that keeps coming up, this idea of blessing Abraham and his descendants. Yeah. So the first one is Jesus comes from the line of Abraham, isaac and then jacob mm-hmm. um, by all rights jesus should have come from the line of abraham isaac and esau and we don't think about that very often <laughs> that's you true know, um yeah the the moment that esau sold his birthright he didn't just lose out monetarily which later not to spoil anything we'll find out he does fine you know he does fine but he could have been one of the ancestors of the messiah yeah. so first of all when you Uh, very quickly give things away or when you're um, maybe a little bit too impulsive about stuff, you don't know what you're missing out on down the road, right? And Mm -hmm. so that's part of Esau. He lost part of his legacy which is something that we talk a lot about in our church. And um, so that's part of it. Mm -hmm. The other part is, and the more Jesus-centric part of this is this, that Christ did not require a perfect lineage. He was coming. He was coming to save us all. And it did not... the whole point of Jesus coming to save us is that none of us is perfect yeah. and that none of us is good enough. Right. And so when you look at his lineage, when you go, you know, into Matthew and to, to Luke, you see just a list of sinners mm. that through, only through the grace of God and the work of the Holy Spirit produced the Messiah, you know, the pre-existent God who became a man. So yeah. where is Jesus in this? He's at the other end of a very broken hmm. lineage. You know, and I think that it's amazing when you keep that in mind throughout the Old Testament that all of this is leading to Jesus it's not just don't give away your birth right that's not the point of the story that is a lesson you can learn from the story yeah. the point of the story is Jesus comes out of this
1: he does. You know?
0: yeah. um, and that, I, again like you said with the, uh, with the prayer piece you know, Isaac he prayed for his wife and she became an ancient mother of the Messiah like yeah. God doesn't just answer our prayers for our spouses. He goes way above and beyond anything we could ask or think, right? That's what the Bible yeah, says. So, right. And we see Jesus right. at the end of that. And then the other piece is just the land. So the land is part of this descendancy as well. So Israel will someday be in this land, mm-hmm. and Jesus will someday walk in in mm-hmm. this land and through following the instructions of moving here and not moving here and you know as the the king of Abimelech kicks you out and you know yeah. you go here and here God's got this plan and it's not changing you know mm-hmm. this land will belong to the Israelites one day and then that's right. and then Jesus and maybe depending on how you read it even the new Jerusalem mm-hmm. right so this land is very mm-hmm. special even
1: from the start so that's where I see Jesus there. yeah 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 definitely there's a lot with that too we could say but But we're going to move on. Yeah. We're going to move on. Hey, very proud of you. Good job. You did it. Uh, Day 20, or uh, this is the first day. That's fine. But um, we will see you tomorrow. Get a good night's sleep. Get a good rest. (laughs) Eat your veggies. Three Um, weeks starts tomorrow. Kiss your spouse. Kiss your spouse. Only yours. Love them. All right. See you guys. See you tomorrow.